Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. The frenzy of free agency has begun, giving us a better idea of team needs come April. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the newest member of the New England Patriots. But ching ching, that was funny. And with me, as always, is AJ. The AFC South is back, baby Marchese. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the latest person to switch from uh, the Seahawks to the Jags. <laughs> what's what's been the the Jags going all in on like random free agents, or the Texans signing 15 people to one-year deals? Which has been better for you? Uh, the, the Texans, because like they always like it's always like a, a real signing and then a Texan signing that does not matter, and like they alternate. It's like, okay, uh, but I do know you're happy. Tyson Alualu is returning home. He's home, baby. He's home. Today we're going to continue our 2021 NFL draft position rankings with AJ's number one most important position: the running back. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball is heating up as schools make their way to the madness in Indianapolis. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 bracket Madness contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag your online sports book experts. There's no better expert of running backs than AJ. I, I thought you were the running backs guy. Yeah, because I don't believe in drafting them. Ever. Think hey, about any, it. Any, I know. Any first round grades this year, Rob? Two. But that okay. doesn't mean, hey, that doesn't, just because I give a guy a first round grade doesn't mean I take them there. I know. I know. But you, you, I'm proud of you, though. I'm, I'm pushing towards not believing in day two running backs. <laughs> Think about I it. I mean, the evidence is there. The evidence is there. Um, James Robinson was probably the best rookie running back. He went True. undrafted. And AJ, AJ called it. Sleep my sleeper last year. I mean, it's still kind of remarkable how through everything that uh, they dealt with last year, a UDFA running back was probably the best rookie running back. He doesn't get enough credit for it. I'll, I'll keep saying it. 
Yeah, I mean, just personally, I would only um, trust FCS undrafted running backs. And that's why you, you'll see that reflected in my rankings. <laughs> and, and, no, it is funny, though. I think a big chunk of this group is uh, it's like right in that fifth-round range for me, too. Yeah. No, I, I think there's kind of a, a, obviously a top tier with the big two. Then I got another, and then maybe three guys in a tier, another couple, and then like six to eight guys who are in that mid to late day three. Yeah, the same here. Obviously, the, the big dogs. Uh, I got one lone second-round grade. I got four guys in the third that are all really tight for me. And then, yeah, like two on their own and then uh, like five fifth-round guys. I also found so, with the, with this group uh, a lot of, at minimum, capable pass catchers. Like pr- pretty decent, yeah. No, like that's, no one's that's no one's a blatant liability catching the football, and there's a couple really great pass catching backs that I think that's um, that's how they'll make their their money in the league, really. Yeah, no, that that's fair. Like, 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 uh, like Javante Williams is a way better pass catcher than you'd ever expect. Expect, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for a former linebacker. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's jump into the superlatives, then we'll uh, then we'll hit our rankings. Let's start with the highest floor. I mean, it kind of feels like you got two options here. Who are you going with? Uh, Najee Harris. That's correct. Uh, kinda, yeah, I, I love Najee Harris. He is my only first round grade <gasps> this year. Of all um, the positions, of all the position, he's the only guy I would take in the first round. Uh, he's my first first round running back uh, since uh, twenty eighteen. Saquon Barkley. And I had guys, but I mean, hey. Um, and, and, yeah, I think, like, I don't know, man. I see a guy that's going to go multiple Pro Bowls. I, I think he's going to be a great running back. And he's, he's, what, a year older than everyone else? Whatever. It's okay. They only got five years in him anyways. And, and also, safe as hell, too. He's, he's got an elite fumble rate. Like, he's he checks every box. He's physical. He can catch the ball. Another guy, you, you any other, like, like in years past, you would never expect a guy that's what six two two twenty whatever uh, that would catch the ball and run routes as well as he does. Like, I, I think like you're getting an all pro, uh, pro bowl type of running back. Yeah, I mean, I think between him and him and Travis Etienne is obviously the the big conversation. Who's RB one? Who's RB two? Um, and, and to me, what separates the two is Najee Harris is. Although Etienne has helped himself a ton as a pass catcher, Najee Harris is the better pass catcher, the bigger back for whatever yeah. that means. Um, but I, I, I think really he his vision, his combination of power, um, but the quickness and shiftiness mm-hmm. to make a guy miss in a phone booth for a bigger back. And then just, again, what he does on passing downs is the big game changer. And uh, a capable pass protector. He is the total package and just a, yeah, I mean, there's there always feels like there's one running back in every class at least. Where you're like, this guy's plug and play. This guy's going to be an offensive rookie of the year candidate immediately. A Pro Bowl type back. Najee Harris, no, he's not Saquon Barkley. He's not that type of athlete and that type of just physical explosive freak but again he's as safe as, as you can he, he can he can run he runs strong behind his pads he he can uh break first contact with ease he can be a, a between the tackle runner but he's also he showed this season especially he's got the juice to consistently rank off, uh, rip off chunk runs uh, and be a home run hitter while also being a big time safety net and, and more than a safety net as a pass catcher of the backfield what he can do after the catch um I don't know. I don't think there's any one thing you point to in his game that you're really concerned about. I totally agree. Like, there's not really a hole in his game. Like, you said, like, he still he was hitting home runs this year. Maybe it's not top end long speed, but who cares? Like, like if he's running for 45 yards, it's, it's that's plenty fine. Like, 45 yard touchdowns. How many how many 60 yard touchdowns are you gonna get anyways? Um, maybe that he's a year older than everyone else. Like, those are the only two things. Like, everything else is is there. And like you said. Uh, for his size, he he's twitchy as hell, and like he, he, like the like you said, make you miss in a phone booth. It's all there. Like he, he's got the attitude. He runs hard as hell. He's he's physical. Like, and then on top of all that, he's a great pass catcher. So, 
Um, there, there's really there's really nothing to worry about with Najee Harris. And and the character check, too. He seems yeah. like a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems awesome. Uh, it seems like he'll be an instant fan favorite wherever he lands. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. And, I mean, look, I, I know I know it's running back, but um, if I was a team in need of a running back, I'd be fine with taking him in the first round. I wouldn't, but that's just me. I stick to my just, guys. I, I love him so much. Like I, I have him very highly rated, so... Um, is your highest ceiling also Najee Harris? Yeah, but if I had to obviously go flip it around, I, I choose ETN. I, I think I might like Travis ETN a little more than you. I do have a first round grade on him. Uh, I put him for highest ceiling, and I guess the re- the reason being, um, I mean the guy ran a four four. Yeah. He he to me he plays so much like Alvin Kamara between his, um, his contact balance, and that like zero to 100 burst uh he's got the quickness laterally to to make defenders miss pretty easily um he obviously he's not the doesn't have the same type of power as Najee Harris not that Najee Harris is necessarily a power back but um Etienne's it feels like when you watch Travis Etienne nobody ever gets a clean shot on him Mm -hmm. he's so good at splitting defenders and when he does that, his contact balance comes in. And he, it's just, to me, he's got, like, elite contact balance. I think he's got the best contact balance in the class. He, and really what pushed it over the top for me was how much he's improved as a pass catcher the last two years. He came from a wing T offense in high school where he, like, never caught the football. He even said, I think, last year or the year before that, like, he used to be scared when the ball was thrown to him. But he improved so much uh, over the last two years. It became, yeah. especially this season at times was the go-to pass catcher um, yep. with uh, obviously T Higgins and Justin Ross gone. He stepped up huge as, as kind of that third option with uh, Powell and Murray Rogers. Um, he's got to improve as a pass blocker. That's, that's one thing that I, I think you can point to as, as a weakness um, that it, it's not a terrible pass blocking group of running backs, but they're, there's usually a, an adjustment period for most uh, rookie running backs. Most of them are willing, and that's uh, yeah, that, and yeah, that's what you coming... that's what you want at the minimum, right? Yeah, and I think ETN is willing. Like you see him thump yeah. linebackers at times. It, it's just like the awareness is lacking, and that's something you can clean up. Um, but yeah, I think in the right offense, it's going to utilize him the way the Saints and Sean Payton has utilized yeah. Alvin Kamara, which is no guarantee that. I mean, we we've seen guys misused for years. I mean, it took Curtis Samuel until this year to be utilized properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you get him somewhere that's gonna be that that's gonna be willing to incorporate him as a major piece in the passing game, and, and not to wear him down as a thirty well, not that anyone hands it off thirty times to one running back anymore, but not like I think twenty touches a game, fifteen carries, five catches. That's how you want to use Travis Etienne. If you get him to the right team. That uses the running back in the passing game like that. I, I think you're you're gonna. I think he's got a Pro Bowl Pro Bowl future. Yeah, I, I am completely fine with you saying that uh, Travis Etienne is the highest floor and like ceiling. I, all the reasons. Oh, sorry, highest ceiling. Yeah, thank you. Um, and for all the reasons you just said, because the, the high end explosiveness is there. Um, and yeah, what he, he caught thirty seven balls in in twenty nineteen, which was a big jump up for him. And then forty eight this past year in, in the short end season, obviously almost six hundred yards receiving. Fun, that's that's really impressive. Fun yeah, fun fact: he has of my top ten running backs. I put all their stats down, and, and I think specifically running backs, I like to see who's caught the most passes. He has obviously he had a higher usage rate than a lot of these guys, but he uh, he had the most catches um, by I think eighteen. Oh, actually. Last because one of my running backs is kind of a wide receiver, but uh, he's he's the only guy who caught over a hundred passes in their college career that's in my top ten. And like you pointed to, after the catch, he, he's dynamic as hell. He's so great when you get him out in space. Uh, the instant acceleration, yeah, it, it's all it's all there for Travis Etienne. And it's not like I'm I'm low on him. I have a borderline first round grade. I, I, it's my twenty five to forty draft range, so it's a it's a virtual first round grade, uh, but not not total. But yeah, I mean, I I. I I think you can flip them for highest uh, ceiling between Harris and uh, Etienne. Yeah, it's they're they're the obvious top two backs in this class. Yeah, and um, like I, I know people kind of point to the the class not being that great, but uh, I, I think Harris makes it really class. good. Yeah, no. So first of all, I, I haven't had a first round grade like I said in a couple of years, so that just having Najee Harris there 
uh, means so much more. And like I think Etienne is on um, par with any of the top guys from last year. I think maybe it's mainly because in my eyes, at least, there's no there's three running backs in this class who are RB ones, and all the other guys are more chess pieces and or um, split kind of split backfield backs. So maybe, maybe that's yeah. why it's viewed that way. But there's a lot of interesting backs at least. No, like that's fair. But how many backfields aren't split? Yeah, exactly, nowadays? exactly. Uh, and again, maybe maybe I'm a little higher because I have a big chunk of them in the in the mid third round, and probably some people don't uh, don't have them as top 100 guys. But yeah. Okay, who's who's your value pick? Who's the back that you think will most likely be available? I guess early day three, but can make an impact. Yeah, so I have a late third, early fourth round grade on on Demetric Felton, okay. and maybe I'm cheating because yeah, it's I the think upside as a, I think that's receiver. fair because I think he's a borderline. Like what I I I've got him top one hundred, but I think like he could be there in the fourth round for sure. Like I don't think yeah, it's no. a foregone conclusion. He's a day two pick. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you're buying him, you're buying uh, a guy that can do it both. And obviously, we saw him mainly at wide receiver yeah. at the Senior Bowl. Uh, but but Chip Kelly used him like full time at running back this past season, which was pretty impressive, and he did it really well. I wasn't sure if you were gonna have him uh, running back or receiver because I I also have him in the running back group. I, not that he should be pigeon like if if in the rate I, I I mean he showed he can be a full time slot receiver obviously at this year but I just like the idea of him being more of a dynamic chess piece so that's why I kept him at the running backs. Yeah, no, I agreed, and um, yeah, I wouldn't pigeonhole hole him obviously, but yeah, if you're gonna call him one thing, I guess it'd be running back, and just the way to evaluate him, I think, is more as a running back. But yeah. At the senior bowl, he he showed he can he can be a slot guy and like like he runs routes pretty well. Like he, there's not a full repertoire of routes, but uh, like the, his release game is pretty nice. Like he's so he's electric off the line. And like yeah, yeah. you worry about his size, I guess. Yeah, what a five eight and a half, one ninety ish. But you're not using him full time between the tackles or anything. Even though Chip Chip did a lot of times this year. But. He's very sudden. I think that's yeah, what that's uh, a as word. a receiver. And I think the best way to utilize him is. Eight to ten touches a game, couple carries, couple catches, and this is assuming he's in the in a smart offense. Yeah. Um, like yeah, and like you said, he he's a surprisingly strong inside runner for a small guy. Yeah. Surprisingly great contact balance. Yeah. No. I, I very much so. And I mean, like again, you're not running him up the middle all the time, and his his vision is average, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And, not great there, but you're not going to use him like that. But if, if you know if it's a third down and you run a draw or, or like an inside zone, whatever, uh, you got. I, I think you got no problems there. Motion man type player, all the time. Yeah. Um, like you're not going to ever have him pass blocking. Obviously, like you've got to be smart yeah. about about the way you deploy him. He also adds return man value too. Uh, yeah. Pretty good kick returner. Um, no, I, I like it. Uh, a guy that you you just get a handful of touches in different ways. Um, every game. Yeah, and, and when you call it value, you're getting all of that into one, so I think it's a good deal. Okay, I went with more of a... I like that pick um, because, because like you said, the, the way you utilize him gives him more value, but I went with more of a classic, this guy's just going to be a running back, I think fourth, fifth round. Um, Khalil Herbert of Virginia Tech, the Kansas transfer, Um I, I just I think he's just very solid, very all around solid and agree. Um decent contact balance, decent vision, had a great year of attack uh after transferring. Big plays because of the burst. Uh he he's not like he's not classically fast, but he gets to his top speed fast, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um yeah. he's he's quick uh in, in the holding and can um can get skinny and make defenders miss when he needs to solid pass catcher like not a guy who was utilized a ton a ton as a pass catcher in his collegiate career uh just 34 catches but when when he had the ball thrown to him he he looked fine um pass blocking obviously needs to improve a little bit i just think he's gonna stick as an rb2 for a really long time and and can uh step up in a pinch if he needs to as a primary ball carrier any kick return value i i totally agree and um like, yeah, he, he never much of a pass-catching threat. I thought his hands looked iffy at the Senior Bowl, but 
I did think he cleaned up the pass protection at the Senior Bowl, so uh, yeah. like a bit of a bit of both. And yeah, just a well-rounded guy. Like there, there's good vision, good patience, and like you said, the the, the top speed isn't there. He doesn't really have a second gear, but his only gear is fast from the second he touches the ball. So it's it's not a big deal. He's like a slashing runner. Yeah, he's a slasher. That's a good way to say it. I I like Khalil Herbert a lot. Um, he, he's my RB ten. I'll spoil it, but yeah, I I like him a lot too. Uh, okay, who's your sleeper? I guess mid to late day three type back who you can find a role for at the next level. Yeah, I, I think this guy is a well-rounded RB2, and I, I think there isn't too many people in on him, so I threw him here. I wanted to give him some attention. Uh, Jared Dokes from Cincinnati, who, who is listed at six foot 230. I don't think he's that heavy. But he's definitely a bigger guy, and he's he's well built. Um, he carries that weight well. That's why I don't think he's that big, probably like two twenty ish. But like thick throughout. Um, for that size, the burst and the speed is nice. He, he like you know he's gonna he'll win to forty yards, but not to sixty. Leg churner, like good contact balance. He he runs hard. Um, the vision is solid. The pass blocking is solid. He's got a bit of an edge to him that I appreciate. And his hands uh, again not used too much in the pass catching game, but his hands look natural. Um, there's a one-handed catch on tape, and then he flips, and he can run with it. And for a bigger guy, I, I like all of that. And and at that size, it's a guy you can bet on uh, holding up in the NFL for a while. Um, one concern, he's a bit fumbly. He's got a couple, uh, three over the last mm-hmm. two years. But uh, I like him as a guy you can get in um, – I mean, I have him in the mid to late fifth. He's uh, in that group for me. I, and that's a guy you might be able to get undrafted. You might, be, yeah, and exactly, and I, I, I kind of think he's like a Mike Davis type, but just not, not Ooh, a squatty. I kind of like that. Yeah, similar, similar running style. Uh, Davis is a solid pass catcher. Uh, he just dokes is a bit uh, taller, yeah. and not as th- thick. He's more just a uh, muscular. Yeah. How about Alfred Morris? <laughs> that, that's a good one too. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe, maybe not as uh, no, that's a good one. Maybe not again. Maybe not as thick as Alfred Morris too. I'm gonna go with a completely different style back. Who I don't even know if I can justify calling him a sleeper. Um, and I, I think I know who it is. Is probably the guy I keep tweeting about. Uh, it's Puka Williams of Kansas. I love Kansas <laughs> yeah. running backs. I gotta I talk Khalil Herbert. I gotta talk Puka. Um, partially. I think because of um, he he ended up opting out. I think four games into the year because his mother got sick, and it kind of it felt like he fell off the radar a little bit because uh, because of that. But the previous two years, he was one of three good players on Kansas and, and doing a lot with uh, very little around him. Um, he's obviously the big thing with him is he's very small. He's five ten, one seventy. Um, he's not going to be an every down back in the NFL. No way, no sir. But the athleticism, his home run hitting ability, um, like the quickness, the burst, uh, he catches the football pretty well when asked to. 66 catches in in two and a quarter seasons. Um, Kick return background too. I I think this is is the satellite back that I just classically fall in love with that I can get on day three, that I can integrate into my offense as a... a Demetric Felton light, perhaps. Um, and I think he had surprisingly strong contact balance for he such does. a small ba- – Yeah, like and, – and he's doing this against Texas and Oklahoma. Like, Iowa NFL State. talent. Yeah, Iowa State. Like, that's three – The th- well, I mean, that's the in theory the three best teams of the Big 12, full of NFL talent. Um, and he's got nothing around him in Kansas. Yeah, no, I I get it. Like the the flashes are all big time. Um, I love it. Like, <laughs> I I have him in the six. He's my RB sixteen. So like the size scares me off a little bit. Yeah. But like it, it's it's he, all the he's fair yeah. to have as my sleeper though. Yeah. Oh no, totally. Okay. I think it's a good pick. I'm way um, higher on him than you though. <laughs> you know what? He he didn't test the greatest. Like he ran a four four six, which is nice. Uh, the jumps were eh. the the agility was. Eh. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's hard. It's harder when he's at Kansas, and you know, like he averages three point eight per carry this year, which isn't good, but uh, only four games, and there's nothing there. Um, some off-field stuff with him too. He, he was suspended a couple years yeah. ago for battery. Um, so like that, that kind of stuff kind of scares me off. Plus the size, but I get it. I get it. He's a good pick to have as your sleeper, and that's why I think like there's a chance he he's not drafted. 
I, I agree. And, like, the, the only thing holding him back as a satellite back is uh, I don't know if he's going to hold up in pass. I don't th- – I, th- I mean, that's why I think if you're t- – you need a plan if you're deploying Puka Williams on offense. Like, you're not st- – he's not your, just your classic third down back because, again, you're not you're – not, you shouldn't be trusting him to hold up in pass protection. When you bring him into the game, it's as uh, – I mean, the way Green Bay tried to use Tyler Irvin at times <laughs> this year – yeah, what's like, your comp? Hey, we'll get there. Maybe he's in my top ten. Okay, I'll, I'll say I'll say mine. They're, I got two. They're kind of fun. Noel Devine first, <laughs> and uh, JJ Taylor. If you want to see a, a modern role for him, I don't think he's the same power. He's not as squatty. Like JJ had more no. heft to him. Well, JJ Taylor's like what one eighty five? Yeah, JJ Taylor's like Dion Lewis. Yeah, but but JJ Taylor is like five. I'll just give you my seven. Nine. It's Chris Thompson. Okay, okay. Who it's lofty at times was one of the best satellite backs in the league when he could stay healthy, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's in Washington. He went to Jacksonville this year, and he was banged up again. But yeah, when Chris Thompson is healthy, he is a dynamic satellite back. I think one of the five best in the league. Uh, but like, like I said, I'm very high on Puka Williams, and I'm ready to to swing and miss. <laughs> I've accepted I mean, yeah, it, at this point rankings. No one holds anything I say against me. Like nothing really matters. No yep. one. I'm not making these picks, so I'm just gonna bang the table for the guys I love. Just swing, man. Like that. I swung with James Robinson last year, and it worked. Like, and and if I if you don't know any of my other sleepers from last year, the ones that didn't work. So what's the difference? Exactly. Okay. Hey, my my deep sleeper Xavier Jones. She's still on her roster. So. Ooh. Okay. Who's your deep sleeper this year? My team sleeper this year, I am going out of the FBS. I am going out of the FCS. It's a guy we talked about in the summer, and I didn't like him that much in the summer, but I found another game. Like, okay, I can buy in. Uh, Jaquan Hardy from Tiffin. When we were talking before the show, I was going to make a joke that he would be your deep sleeper because of James Robinson last year. (laughs) You know, I I thought you were going to. Uh, I I liked I liked Jaquan Hardy. He's got like okay, short as hell, but thick as hell. Yeah, and I like those type of running backs. I always do. Like like he's listed at five ten two seventeen. He's probably shorter. Um, <laughs> he's had some injury history. You, but you throw on the tape. He, he he like you know he's kicking ass. Like it's not every single snap. Like he he, he but he's still dominant. He's the best player on the field for sure. Yeah. But uh, but you still see solo tackles. But anyways. Um, the contact balance looks looks really good. Like that's, it's going to transfer. That's his trait. That's his trait. That if he's going to stick in the NFL, it's because he's a, a third string back who can come in and make something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like he makes a lot of guys miss. He breaks tackles. He uh, the the pass pro is going to uh, have to clean up. But I, yeah, I don't have a draftable grade on him. Mm-hmm. But I think you get him as a priority uh, yeah. UDFA. He's one of my higher ranked UDFAs. He, he is my highest rank UDFA. Oh, okay. So, I, well, I picked yeah. my highest rank for Deep Sleeper. But do you want to hear my uh, Jaquan Hardy uh, pro comp? I would love to. Isaiah Crowell. I, that crossed my mind, too. I got a, I got a goofy one. Ben Jarvis Greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I got the law firm. firm. The law firm, baby. Hardy sounds like a good law firm name, too. It does. In the school he's playing against, Ohio Dominican, that's a law firm. Tiffin's a law firm. Finley's a law firm. <laughs> okay, my deep sleeper is um, a guy I loved over the summer who happened to play for, like, the worst FBS team who then just made an interesting hire. Uh, Josh Johnson of Louisiana Monroe. Thought about him. He got the combine invite, which surprised me and excites me. Um, short, stocky, the way I like my running backs. Yep. Huge 2019. Was one of the best running backs in FCS as a junior. Twelve, almost thirteen hundred rushing yards, eleven touchdowns. Then they were horrible this year. Um, eight games and only ran for three hundred and something yards. And then uh, yeah, got decided to get ready for the draft. But so that's that's a guy who I I mean you saying you got the combine invites a little interesting, but that's a guy I don't expect to get drafted. Who similar to your Hardy, I love the contact balance. I think. Although he doesn't have a ton of afterburners, he's not going to hit home runs. He's got the quickness to make something happen. Um, but, yeah, it really comes down to his contact balance. And if he can uh, be more confident as a pass catcher, like, I, I think he's really, really interesting. Um, I agree. I was expecting him, although this was before 
uh, Louisiana Monroe crashed and burned. I was expecting them yeah. to have a huge year in the Sun Belt, and they were the worst team in the Sun Belt, and the Sun Belt ended up being a great conference. Um, I thought he could be like a Devonta Freeman light type. I So in the summer, I had a draftable grade on him too. Um, and then, uh, he, he actually, Hardy's my running back 21, and Johnson's my running back 20. So I have a late seventh on him because I, I felt dirty. Like, if I give him a draftable in the summer and it's like this year didn't count, why why should I knock him out? You know what I mean? It feels mm-hmm. unfair, even though it doesn't matter. And it's a guy I like too. So uh, that's a good pick. He also crossed my mind. Um, can I add one more for sleeper, not deep sleeper? Yeah. Chris Evans. I, I think there's something there. He looked good at Especially senior bowl. Like, yeah, he looked really good at the senior bowl. He he bulked up. Um, obviously, he's barely played the last couple of years. He, he got he got academically suspended at Michigan, and then just this year he barely played. And uh, yeah, but like, with him bulking up and like the, he's always had the talent to him, and he's a good mover. And uh, at the senior bowl, he's running routes really nice, catching the ball nice. I think like I think he's gonna get a look, and I think there's a chance something develops there with him. Okay, well we're doing. Can I give you one more deep sleeper? I'd love to. Okay, Corey Dauphine. Uh, yeah. from Tulsa or okay, sorry yeah, from yeah. Tulane sorry, Tulane I mix those two up sometimes anyway he no. has had like the worst injury luck he's been in college I think for 2015 16 17 18 this was his sixth season uh the Texas Texas Tech transfer um two years ago in 2018 he was really great and then 2019 a little banged up but still like he was never a big big like he caught one pass in college but just the speed like he's got a big time track background the burst the like he is so twitchy i think this is my raheem moster like a guy who was spent like six years bouncing around the nfl after being a part-time starter at purdue and that athleticism held him in the nfl and what he could do on special teams Corey doffing deep 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 sleeper who i uh i just have an affinity for I like it. Um, I like it. Okay, like it. Uh, wild card. Uh, I found this one hard to choose I this don't. year. Okay, you didn't? No, I thought there was. Uh, for me, there was an obvious one. Okay, who's yours? Let me let me hear your. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh well, he's not a wild card. He's an RB one. Okay, well, <laughs> between the off field, yeah. um, kind of the inconsistent career at Oklahoma, where he was a a part-time back and then obviously got suspended and then was like the catalyst for Oklahoma's rebound in the second half of the season. Um, just six games test too. Well, yeah. And the, and and yeah, then the testing kind of, I think the testing kind of solidified him as my wild card. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's a good pick. I mean, look, uh, I've said that before on the show. I love Ramondre Stevenson. I moved his grade down very, very slightly. I still love him. So I didn't put him there. I'm going to say Kenneth Gainwell. And I know he's not a wildcard wildcard, but with the opting out, uh, one year of production, high-end high production, but only one year there. Um, and I'm still not sure where the, the consensus is on him. Trust Memphis running backs. I do. You know I do. I was, I was Pollard and Gibson. But I'm not I'm – not, I think I – think, in my heart, I like Gamewell. Yeah, the he least might. Of the three. Would you be surprised if he's a guy that draft Twitter likes more than the NFL? No, exactly. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like, if you were to pick one guy out of like your top ten running backs, I think that's the guy. Uh, yeah, definitely, it definitely is. Um, so that, that, that's why he's he's kind of my my no, but selection. It's a good pick, but yeah, I went with Stevenson because I I think he's <laughs> yeah. a guy who looked like at the end of Oklahoma season. He could be a top 100 pick. And then since then, it's kind of trended the other way. Um, yeah. And, and you kind of worry about his weight a little bit just because it's fluctuated so much. There was times he was like 250, and there was times he was 225. So <laughs> that's that, that's, that's just kind of another thing on top of the suspension um, and, and the poor testing that you have to worry about. And, and never really – basically was an RB1 for six games, which lack of touches to me is a plus, but – you know the yeah. NFL. Yeah. No, I agree. And the lack of touches thing, I, I still love him. I got him in my top 100. He's, he's a mid-third round guy for me. We'll get into okay. that. Okay. Um, oh, and then best bet, I just assume, is Najee Harris for us both. It's Najee Harris. Yeah, man. I mean, it, there's very – Najee Harris, to me, can transcend whatever situation he ends up in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you – I totally agree. It, it, wherever you put him, whatever scheme he's in, he's going to succeed. Um 
and just being the type of pass catcher he is at that size is just such an X factor. Where where would you most like to see him land? Um, Pittsburgh, but in the second round. <laughs> I mean, I, I hey, I I'm not a Steelers fan, but I would like that too. But it's not it's not happening. I mean, I think if he ends up as a Dolphin, they're they're gonna do some good things with him. Yeah, but no, the our friend of the show, uh, Matt McCoon, says they got Malcolm Brown. They're all set. <laughs> that's, that's true. Gaskin, Brown, uh, Ahmed. That's that's a fucking trio right there, baby. Do you do you, how many running backs go in the first round? Not according to MJD, according to you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I think Harris does, and I'm not sure about Etienne. I'm just. How early do you think Harris goes? Once go. I, I think once go. I saw quoted saying he take yeah. number one. And I would too. But <laughs> I I think I think 18 is his, uh, to Miami is his ceiling, but. I do think he goes in the first round. Um, if I had to bet, I, I say Etienne doesn't go in the first round. Interesting. How about you? You think they both go? I think the NFL's stupid, and so anytime I think zero running backs will go in the first round, one does. So if I think one does, two will. That's that's fair. And Maurice Jones Drew says five. So is it a team <laughs> trading up for Etienne, or is it someone sitting and picking? That wouldn't surprise me if. Uh, someone jumped in to grab him. Yeah, because there's no one at the at the back half of the. You know, I, I don't know. I saw MJD and Javante Williams going to the Bills. Yeah, which is amazing, and that'll be the greatest, my favorite trio in the history of football. But <laughs> it, it's uh, it's a mob, a mob Bradshaw, Brandon Jacobs, and uh, Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Baby. Derek Ward all over again. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay, let's do our rankings before we do our. Uh, or ten to six, we'll we'll rapid fire fifteen eleven, um, just because more running backs tend to go than quarterbacks. Obviously, um, in 2018, 20 running backs were drafted. 2019, 25, and then last year it dipped to eighteen. Overall, what's your guess? Oh, uh, that's a good question because I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eighteen again. I've got eighteen. There you go. Bam. Okay, hit me with your uh, running backs, fifteen to eleven. My running back, fifteen. Who? Uh, there's some uh, some big fans of his. It's Larry Roundtree. Hey, from the zoo. mine too. That's weird. <laughs> I I think he's like at the end of the fifth so round, solid. early early six. But yeah, really solid guy. He's, he's well built at five eleven, two sixteen. Oh, I guess we don't have to get. Oh, well, we can get into it now. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, just being well built and he, like he, he's I don't know, he's like a frenetic runner. He kind of just like. There's a lot of slipping tackles, and he's got a cool spin move that he's he uses Jamal to get Williams. off contact. I kind of like that. You know where I did? I went for a little bit of more of an explosive one. I get my comps suck, but I, I, I'll give it to you. Christine Michael, baby, throwback. The king, the greatest running back that never was. <laughs> exactly, and <laughs> I think I don't think he's gonna be the greatest running back, but I uh, just kind of like the freneticness and like I think he can play. Ru- he can play on third downs because he can pass protect. He can catch the ball. Um, he's good contact balance, and yeah, he he has some splashy runs. Yeah, no, that, that that's for sure. And the, the vision is hit or miss, but no, yeah, and I, I do think sometimes the, the anchor is missing from pass pro, so like there, there's work there. But no, I think I think he'll be on a roster. Okay, fourteen um, to eleven. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sorry, we got really into it actually, but I mean, some people have him in their top ten. So, uh, fourteen for me is a guy I've been a fan of for a while. Javian Hawkins from Louisville, baby. I still, still like him. I got him in the uh, mid to late fifth. Like I said, this is a big uh, chunk for me. And I got the greatest comp for him, Steve Sladen, who, who had a 1,000-yard year in the NFL. Uh, 13 for me, aforementioned Jerry Dokes from Cincinnati, mid to late oh. fifth as well. Uh, yeah, I'm high on Jerry Dokes. Uh, 12 for me, Jamar Jefferson. Uh, same same group in there. Very different. This is nice. And 11 for me is Chuba. Okay, Chuba's fourteen for me. Yeah, I think that that group is all very, very tight for me. Um, well, I have that you can kind of flip them. Around I have JV and Hawkins sixteen, and I have Jamar Jefferson seventeen. Oh, you're low on Jefferson. I thought you were going to be higher than me. That's interesting. No, 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 no. no. Why? Because he's from he's in the state of Oregon. Yeah, that's exactly. I like Jamar Jefferson, and we'll, we'll talk about. It. Uh, hit me with your hit me with yours. Yeah. Uh, okay, fifteen, Larry Roundtree of Missouri, the Jamal Williams comp. Fourteen, Chuba Hubbard of Oklahoma State. 
I put the Marlon Mack comp because I think if in the right situation he can be a very productive running back. Um, 13 is Elijah Mitchell of Louisiana. Chester Taylor comp. <laughs> 12, Kylan Hill of Mississippi State. The Kenyon Drake comp. Uh, and 11, Jarrett Patterson of Buffalo with a Devin Singletary comp. Okay, so I'm higher on Patterson than you. He's, he's nine for me. But um, who, who do you want to get into here? I, I'm not a huge Colin Hill fan. I think what he did early for Mississippi State, he looked so much more explosive. Uh, I thought he looked slimmer this year too and more explosive and showed how much he could do as a pass catcher uh, early in that air raid before it all collapsed. Um I like the con the contact balance in the pass catch. It got me excited. And he looked again. He looked a lot more explosive to me. I still I have worries about his vision, and uh, yeah. and he's not the most powerful back. But I think he can be a very competent RB too. He he's a he's a tough eval because of the the shift in systems and then the uh, yeah like just the the opting out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure about him. I, I got him seventeen or eighteen. I got a six round grade on him. Fair. Uh, okay. Um, uh, sorry, I'll hit you with my comps. Uh, Ch- Chuba, I-, I got Carryon Johnson. I-, I thought he was hard to find a comp for. I don't think he's. I think Carryon Johnson had better contact balance and was a little a little stronger. He goes. He's not quite as big as uh, Carryon Johnson, but he no, is but tough. both lanky and yeah, got some the strange too. build. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I think Max got a little more thump. I, Hubbard Hubbard's a, f- a tough one to find a, a comp for because he's weird. He kind of doesn't he's not really built like a running back and i don't know yeah. the vision the contact balance are big worries obviously really great athlete but just you worry because he, he didn't doesn't add much on passing downs he's very mm-hmm. much a one trick home run hitting pony uh, agreed agreed uh you know what's funny jamar jefferson i gave a chester taylor minus the pass catching oh, i gave i chase edmonds I like that too. I like that too. I, I like Jamar Jefferson. I think there's there's something there with him. Like, again, he's in that mid to late fifth. He he's a he's a thumper, um, sturdy sturdy build. Like I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna disagree with you. I I I didn't think he was all that powerful. I was kind of disappointed. Think like, I think he's a good athlete though, like a slasher yeah, he, who yeah. can can. I don't know. Maybe the Khalil Herbert light for me. That's that's fair enough. I, I feel like I, I want to say he's powerful, but like he's a leg turner. He, he runs tough, and but yeah, the long speed is better than you'd expect. Like there's a lot of home runs there on tape. Yeah, and I, I do think he runs low. Um, so I, I like all that. I think there's like like you'll get him into a rotation, and he's got a roll. Um, well, oh Elijah Mitchell. I just think Elijah Mitchell is really solid. Um, some tough running, good contact bounce, a little upright. Yeah. Um. Not not used a ton as a pass catcher that kind of dinged him for me. Um, solid RB2, I think, at the next level. Uh, yeah, f- no, f- fair enough, fair enough. Um, oh, and uh, my okay. sorry, my JV and Hawkins comps to Quiz Rogers. <laughs> I like my Steve Sladen, who I think, like, in a, in, remember when St- Sladen had the thousand yards for Kubiak? I, I think he's like Hawkins, I'm not gonna say he's gonna run for a thousand yards. But I think, like, you know, in the outside zone kind of style, uh, I think he's going to be a productive kind of uh, number Vikings. two. Yeah, exactly. Get him. Get him. And, hey, they, him, Madison, and, and Dalvin would be a pretty sick trio. Yeah, you love having three running backs. Okay, give me your <laughs> give me your 10 to 6. Okay. 10 for me is uh, Khalil Herbert, who I already said. Um, sorry, I'm just pulling pull out my comp here. Uh, Lamar Miller, who I, I couldn't Ooh, find I a like good that. comp for. Yeah, like, and then I, Lamar I was, Miller like, ended up getting way heavier – Later, but yeah, yeah. So I, I think Herbert's like th- that in between Lamar when he when he was kind of like an RB two in in Miami and like not you, you know I, Lamar Miller's a weird one, but when you see Lamar Miller, I, I, I same I, style, I, yeah, I like yes style stylistically. Uh, nine for me is Jarrett Patterson, who I, I I like in the fourth round. I like Jarrett Patterson. He's kind of a tough one because you know the the monster games came up against bad Mac defenses, but it's hard for me to ignore them. Foot, Footwork and contact balance, I really like and really quick. Yeah, but again, another guy who wasn't utilized much as a pass catcher, and that always worries me. No, that that's fair. He had zero catches this year, which I had to double check because I'm like, is that is that right? He, he didn't catch a single ball, and like he he had over a thousand yards and 19 touchdowns and 7.6 yards per carry, which is awesome. But yeah. Um, I give him a single tear comp. 
Uh, I, you so know I love Devin Singletary. That's what I said. I know. I stole it from that's, you. And if you want another sick. one, Ahmad, Ahmad Bradshaw. Okay, I have a different guy with an Ahmad Bradshaw call. <laughs> I like how we both have Bradshaw and Chancellor Taylors. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> A for me is Demetric Felton, who I got as like a borderline top 100 guy. Late third, early fourth. Uh, and I, I'm, I stuck with my comp, Tony Pollard Light. Who, okay. Uh, again, similar. Well, they're starting to figure out Pollard, but the way he should be used is I think how Felton should be used. Uh, seven for me, my favorite player in, in the country, Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson. Who I, I still have him top one hundred. I got him in the mid third. And you ready for my comp though? It's a good one. Yeah, Sean Green, baby. Oh God, Sean Green. <laughs> that makes but me like multi- him less. <laughs> in multiple one thousand yard season, I think he's got a little more uh, wiggle than Sean Green did. Yeah. But I think, I think you can get something out of him. And uh, six for me is uh, Kenneth Gainwell, who's also in the mid third for me. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling out my comp. <laughs> I have too many files open this this episode. Uh, oh, Justice Hill Plus, which is kind of how I feel about him. I think Wait, I missed that. Who? Justice Hill with a little extra. Oh, and was just not used in Baltimore. No, which is not his fault. But yeah, I think that that similar role where he's like you, you know a bit of a I don't know. Game was weird. Slasher. You can catch the ball. Obviously, he had 51 catches in 2019. Hmm. Um, yeah, good, like hands. good, good, yeah, good speed in burst, but not high end. No second gear. He like he, he touches the ball and he's up to speed. But yeah, okay. Ten Puka Williams of Kansas, hundred and twenty sixth on my board. Chris Thompson comp. Nine Khalil Herbert, hundred and fifteenth on my board. Ahmad Bradshaw comp. <laughs> there you go. Eight Ramondre Stevenson of Oklahoma, hundred eleventh on my board. Legarrette Blount comp. Yeah, so you're not too far. Uh, I think Steven we're too. both higher on him than most people. I think so too. Yeah. Seven, Demetric Felton of UCLA, ninety fifth on my board. Curtis Samuel comp. So we're right there, both of us. Yep. Uh, and then six, Trey Sermon of the Ohio State, ninety fourth on my board. So just slightly ahead of Felton. Uh, David Montgomery comp. Uh, I like that. I like that one. Um. Who do you want to start with? I want to start with uh, well, we, Stevenson. We, we talked Puka. We, we talked Herbert. Stevenson, I think part of what makes me like him maybe more than a consensus is he showed he can catch the football. Yeah. No. So, and like what he he came out with the pre, uh, pro day at like 5'11 and a half, 230. So he's right around that size. Um, and, 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 and he looked good in pass protection at the Senior Bowl. He's he, I think he's one of the better – Pass protectors uh, in the class. Yeah, like like it, he's he's solid. Uh, the form is pretty good. Uh, he's strong and he's willing. Like, what else can you ask for? Exactly. There there it, are a couple guys who have some dog in them as pass protector, but um, in, in this back half, I think he's uh, he's the best for me. Uh, yeah, no, that that's fair. And you don't have to worry about his size or strength holding up, obviously, because he checks those boxes. Um, but yeah, like just the. the the shake he has at, at two thirty uh, just makes me fall in love with him, and he's you know he's the Seahawk. Yeah, he if he look if he's a Seattle Seahawk, I have absolutely in no the first problem with round. That. In the first round, I got no they're trading they're trading Russell Wilson and drafting Roger Stevenson with the pick. I got no problem with that. Um, uh, <laughs> do you want to do you want to save Sermon because he's obviously in your top five, or do you want to do him now? Uh, let's 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 do game well. Okay. Now. Well, Gamewell's my five. Um, Sermon's my five, so we, we just flipped him. Okay. Uh, what I love about him is I think he's got the best hands of the class. I think no matter what, I have a role for him. Yeah. I think the the most productive pass catchers in this class are Felton, uh, Najee Harris, and Trey Sermon. Um, or did I say Trey Sermon? I mean Kenneth Gamewell. Freudian I, I slip. Agree. I agree with you, though, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he makes, I think, the most jaw-dropping catches of all the running backs came from him. Um, and I He's small, he's he's uh, compact, but he's so twitchy, and he's got great contact balance. Similar to Travis Etienne, like, you never really get a clean shot on Kenny Gainwell. Um, and now, I'm not sticking him in as my RB1. Yeah. Like, I think you have to be smart, again, with how you deploy him. I think there's only three true RB1s in this class. Um, 
and, and yeah, so the like you want to like my comp for him is Austin Eckler. I think that's exactly how you want to use him. He's as much as a a pass catching threat as he is a runner, a Darren Sproles type player, right? Like that's the best way to utilize his skill set. Um, he uh, the pass pro is a big concern for me. That that's what I was about to say. And yeah. and and his ball security is a concern for me. But it becomes, I think, less a cons- of a concern if you're deploying him the right way, which, again, is never given in the NFL. <laughs> I know, right? They just want to stick him. Okay, this is our third down back. You're going in even when we're just passing, you know, trying to come back in the fourth quarter and you're pass protecting mainly, which is stupid. Um, no, he needs a lot of work there. Like, he's not unwilling also, but he, he needs to get a lot better if he, if he wants to be on the field for most teams because most teams are dumb. I, I agree. And, yeah. Hey, we're not far off. I got a mid third round grade on him. My, my my four backs are really tight. My my RB uh my RB uh four through uh seven are all like very very similar grades for me. So okay. it's like you can all just flip them around. Um, no, I like Gainwell. I, I again, yeah, RB two and like what Justice Hill was supposed to be. I, I see a lot of you know Oklahoma State Justice Hill with Kenneth Gainwell, but but plus, and I think he's gonna have a a real gig in the NFL. Okay, before we get to our five to ones, uh, let me remind you: whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guaranteed tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and is customized with sneakers details authenticity guarantee also protects sellers with a verified return process it's free to sell sneakers a hundred dollars and up on ebay and thanks to ebay's authenticity guarantee verified returns make the whole transaction worry free with other sites taking as much as 25 percent you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. And the money you don't spend on sneakers, guess what? BetOnline.ag. That's the fastest way to double your money. Don't quote me on that. If you have a problem, there are people that will help you. But if you don't have a problem, March Madness is going to be a bonanza of betting and enjoyment. Take Grand Canyon to upset Iowa. Today I learned Grand Canyon has a seven foot two hundred and seventy pound center from Denmark, and a six ten power forward from Italy, and the smallest point guard in the country, and a Canadian. Grand Canyon, baby, that's where you should put your money. <laughs> and they also have a hundred thousand dollar bracket madness contest. So head to Bet Online AG for all your bracketology needs as madness gets underway in Indianapolis. Okay. Five, two, one. AJ, go. Uh, like I said, number five for me is Trey Sermon from the Ohio State University. <laughs> I, 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 again, mid third round grade. So he's really tight with my with those last couple guys and the next one coming up. I, uh, I give him a cream cream hunt uh, comp, but I don't. I didn't find a nice comp for Trey Sermon that that I like. So uh, um, cream hunt. I don't think he's the pass catcher. That I was about is. to. I had the same thing there, yeah. You know who is a pass catcher, though? Michael Carter. And maybe he's not quite the – he's my RB4. Maybe he's not quite the pass catcher as my comp is, though. Uh, who's Austin Eckler? And I think it's funny that we have so many of the same comps for different guys. Uh, I like the Eckler one. I Just not as good as a receiver, um, but the, the same stature and I think similar role. Um, maybe not the, the RB1 that Eckler's become. But, yeah, a, a really good RB2. And, again, mid-third round grade for, their, for him, too. Uh, top three, I think we're going to agree. Three for me is Javante Williams, who is alone in the second round for me. Uh, mid-second round grade. Um, I gave him a J.K. Dobbins comp. I another guy. I don't think I, nothing he's I really loved, but I, I landed on Dobbins. And then, uh, as we've already mentioned, Travis Etienne, RB2. Um, I got a, He's in my 25 to 40, which is a borderline um, first-round grade for me. The, I got a lofty comp that I, I don't know how you're going to feel about. You ready? Mm-hmm. Edger and James. That's interesting. I seen a, like Kamara is there, which I, I get it too. And I just I mean, this was a little bit more just to be different. But uh, you know, I, again, I'm not going to say he's a Hall of Famer, but he's similar role and catching a, a, a lot of football. It's not as high cut as Edge. Yeah, no, that that's that's that that is fair. Edge was a fair. horse. 
But yeah, no, that that that's fair. Edge was before his time as a pass catcher. Definitely, yeah. And uh, RB one Najee Harris, and I like the Forte comp. I like the Stephen Jackson comp. Um, Both are really. I think good you can go. Yeah, I'll throw one more out there that I haven't seen. Marshawn Lynch. And I, again, he's not. I don't like it. Okay, I'll, I'll explain it. He's not like the the the. the well, he's he's strong. He's not as violent as Marshawn. Yeah. But I think he looked for contact contact the same way. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is one of the most unique running styles, not literally the way he, uh, you know, like just the way he hits and stuff, but literally the way he runs, which like just a, like a choppy waddle run. And I, Harris obviously isn't the same, but I see some of that in him. And uh, Marshawn underrated as a pass catcher. And obviously Harris isn't, but I, I think – He's got some of that, and I think he's got that attitude. Hey, we're both Bay Area guys, so that's, a, that's another That's the real comp. All your, are all your comps actually just based on geographics? Ge- I geography? Wish. Geographics? I wish. I wish. I wish. That'd I wish. be way cool. And, yeah, he's got – he's he's my he's in that 1525 uh, grade that I give out there. Okay. Uh, five for me, Kenny Gainwell, 68th on the board, Austin Eckler comp. Uh, four, Michael Carter. We have the same top four. Four, Michael Carter of UNC – uh, 59th on my board, Naheem Hines-Comp, one of my favorite running backs in the league. Michael Carter's been one of my favorite running backs for the last two years. Um, I feel vindicated that everyone's on the Michael Carter train now. You should be. Uh, three, Javante Williams of UNC. 35th on my board, Josh Jacobs-Comp. Uh, two, Travis Etienne. 16th on my board, Alvin Kamara-Comp. And one, Najee Harris. 14th on my board, Matt Forte-Comp. Yeah, uh, the Forte one makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah, just, too. I mean that this the the exact same build and the, just the pass catching. It's kind of it feels like cheating using that one because it's been the one set forever. But yeah, yeah. That's why I, I try to try to change it up a bit. Uh, want to start with Michael Carter? Let's start with Trey Sermon. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot we didn't we didn't talk Trey Sermon. Uh, ob- uh, obviously Sermon. We liked him at Oklahoma. We were excited yep. about him transferring to Ohio State. Particularly, I was. Slow start, turned the gas on. Felt like, felt like he wasn't fully healthy coming off that ACL for the first couple of games. Then he turned it on mm-hmm. um, once they they gave him the rock more full time than splitting it with Master Teague. The contact balance, the aggression as a runner, yeah, um, kind of makes up for some of his lack of athleticism. He can create thanks to that physicality. And he felt like he's just running more physical in the Northwestern game, in the Clemson game. Obviously, they lost him for the Bama game. The injury history is a worry, and I think that's going to push him down boards a bit. Like, if he's in there in round four, I think that would be why. Um, yeah. The pass catching, he's not bad. He just doesn't do it that much. Like, I think he looked yeah, yeah. better. Like, they got him more involved in the, that Northwestern and Clemson game. And he looked competent. Um, I think he's a really great instincts as a runner. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like the David Montgomery comp because Montgomery's contact balance was ridiculous and it helped make up for some of those athleticism questions. It's hard not to watch the uh, Northwestern and Clemson game and, like, not fall in love with Trey Sermon. Yeah, I know. And, and look, I, the injury is obviously a concern, but when you say, like, oh, he took a long time to come, in, come on in Ohio State – Maybe the, the the end of his career there wasn't who he actually is. Uh, I disagree with that. And like you said, he still wasn't fully healthy, and they just weren't giving him the rock. And he, he I know it's a cliche, but he feels like one of those guys that, you know, gets stronger as the game goes on. The more touch you give to him, yeah. the, the better he's going to be. Where is he down? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so stupid, and analytics say it doesn't exist. But I, I think it, it exists to, uh, like, as a, on a human level. I think, like, you can get into the mentality, and he's he thinks like that. You know what I mean? Not not saying he does, but I think people can. Um, but just the the way he runs, man, it's so so hard. He finishes every run. He looks looks for contact. Like he was he was making contact with guys out of bounds in that Northwestern game. It's just like holy fuck. <laughs> like you said, the, the contact balance are awesome, and like. I think some of the burst came back. Like it's not like he's he's top end, but I think enough to win is there. And like, like and like the long runs are there. I I like Trey Sermon a lot, and yeah, I think he could be there in the fourth round. But I think you're getting a really really good running back if he can stay healthy. That's why I think he he could be there in the fourth round. Uh, yeah, and I, I totally understandable. Totally understandable. Well, and the other thing is, I think a lot of these guys could be there in the fourth round because they're running backs. Yeah, that's that's also, that's also true. Okay, Michael Carter, the man floats when he cuts. I swear, 
He can fly. Uh, but yeah, the the he's so dynamic uh, in yeah. space. He's got surprisingly good contact balance for a smaller back. He's not going to run you over. He's never going to be a consistent between the tackles runner. I don't think. He he also um, his ball security is a little iffy at times. Like he, he has a history of fumbles, which is a concern. Uh, but he's also extremely aggressive as a pass protector, even though he's a smaller back. He's a competent pass catcher. I think you deploy yep. him as that RB2, that that chess piece that Naeem Hines, like the Colts have done. Like Naeem Hines for Jonathan Taylor, that's such a fun combo. If you can get Na- Michael Carter with a, a solidified, like bit, not necessarily a bigger back, but more of a solidified RB1, and, and you Taylor's touches, uh, I think that's big time. And kick returner, too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just really love him. I think he's he could be such when used like many of these running backs, like I've been saying, when deployed correctly, if he's getting ten to fifteen touches a game, five five catches, ten carries, five catches, five carries, like that type of way, uh I, I think you're gonna get a really productive big play provider. Uh as the leader of the Michael Carter train, do you do you like my Eckler comp? Yeah, I do. I just like my name Hines one better. Okay, that's that's. I think I think Lance Zerline has the same one as you, if I if I remember correctly. So, I will, copied you. I've sure. seen Naeem Hines a lot for Demetric Felton too. Okay, yeah, I, I get it. Um, so yeah, I, I I like Michael Carter a lot. Um, like like you said, he's just like the way he moves. It, it's just very controlled, and he's got such. Uh, you know what? You know what I really like? He changes his pace to throw defenders off balance. I always appreciate that. Yeah, pacing's back. underrated. Yeah, no, for sure, and I, I think I think. I'm not gonna say teams are waking up to that, but I think a lot of people in um, like draft Twitter and the draft community are starting to notice that as a as a big quality. Um, like you say, slippery as fuck. Like he creates when there's nothing, like he, even in the backfield. Um, Although uh, he, he, no fumbles the last two years, right? Just in in the past, he's had some issues. Yeah. So maybe that's already maybe he's already cleaned that up. So that's that's not bad. And yeah, uh, everything's there. I, I think there are a few more drops than you'd like, but. Um, yeah, like you know the roles there perfectly, and like you said, you just you're just plugging him in, and you got uh, an RB two for 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 as long as the rookie contract lasts, and maybe you give him a second contract for two years or something. No, if you're foolish, don't do that. The only thing worse Depends. than drafting a running back is paying a running back. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> if you can find a, a good second contract that's short, maybe. Okay, so our RB3 is his teammate, Javante Williams, who went the heck off with Michael Carter. Both ran for 1,000 yards. Javante Williams set the single-season uh, touchdown record at North Carolina. Uh, high school linebacker, moved to running back, just bucked people all day. Contact yeah. balance, power, surprising quickness. Not not the same athlete, I don't think, as Michael Carter, but like athleticism to me is not a question. Surprisingly competent pass catcher. Yep. A motherfucker in pass protection. Yep. He looks for the kill shot, which I, I think he's the most physical. Pa- well, the, both North Carolina running backs. I think they're the two most physical pass protectors. And, you know, also, not even just in the past, they kinda, they're kind of they asked to block for each other, too. Yes, they do, and, and they happily do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he's constantly. Just drop Williams them both. is constantly. Yeah. No, I know, right? Like, just, just take both of them and you're fine. Like if you're if you're the Jets, just take both of them. Why not? <laughs> Heck yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I like the Josh Jacobs comp uh, that I have mainly because Josh Jacobs. Well, I mean, it's exact same build, but Josh Jacobs looked to kill people um, mm-hmm. a, as a runner and was a, a very competent pass catcher. Although the Raiders don't use it that much. Yeah, and, and yeah, I threw the Dobbins one. Uh, I guess recency bias as well, but. Like the, the the bowling ball with knives kind of style. Maybe Williams is a little more rugged, maybe than Dobbins, but not that not that Dobbins isn't. But that's the word I, I kind of popped in my head. And I, underrated, I guess Williams isn't really underrated, but Dobbins was as a pass catcher. So um, yeah, like th- there's nothing not to like about Javante Williams, honestly. Heck yeah! And then Etienne Najee Harris. Look, we did it. We did it. There's a lot of running backs. Yeah, there is. Um. <laughs> Rakeem Boyd, Who's, give us give us ten minutes on Rakeem Boyd. Uh, okay, he's my RB seventeen. He was on I last chance. A, you. He was on last chance. You. He's all right. I've he's I right. think I have a running back comp for like thirty running backs. Uh, who's your boy comp? Tevin Coleman. 
<laughs> like, I love Tevin Coleman. Uh, you want to hear my my boy comp? Yeah. Devontae Booker. Oh, that's I like that. Not quite as <laughs> He's big, okay. but uh, yeah, yeah, not not quite. He, but... he had a bad year. Yeah, that's that's kind of what not like he three point eight yards per carry and which oh uh, which UCF back do you like more? I've I've been on the Greg McRae train for it feels like twenty five years now, so I can't not go there. Yeah, I have him like back like one above the other. I, I got Greg McRae as well. They're, dude, they're they're so yeah, they're the same they're guy. Like um, How high are you on Jake Funk? Uh, first round. Yeah, I, I just forgot to include him. Um. What's your take the on Tr- is interesting. What's your take on Trey Ragus? Uh, not a fan. I got undraftable. Me too. Um, Brendan Knox. I think Brendan Knox could be sick on special teams. That's my take. I I've been. I remember. I was. I talked about Brendan Knox a lot this year. I, I still like him. I like him. He's interesting. Who's your lowest? Stuff. Wait, where, where do you have Spencer Brown? <laughs> he's. I don't. Don't mind Spencer Brown. He's. He's what? Uh. Uh. Oh, I don't have my full grades up. I think he's. He's like I don't know. Okay, he's, we, he's, we can stop. That's enough. <laughs> he's he's like not that far behind. Her. I I don't know. It was my lowest guy. Like he got better. I don't know. Thanks. Don't know. Uh, thanks for listening. Next uh, next up, we're doing tight ends because uh, AJ begged me to do a show where we can talk about Ben Mason. <laughs>